welcome to our first ever podcast, Connecting Badgers. My name is Mary Eldridge. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am a survivor services provider with mental health services. I am here today with a few of my colleagues, and I will just let them introduce themselves. Thanks, Mary. I'm Jamie Preethi Gratrix. I use she, her, and hers pronouns. I'm a UW graduate, and you may recognize my voice if you've ever called the mental health services front desk, or if you've attended one of my guided yoga or meditation practices. I am Casey Tice, LPC, licensed professional counselor. I use she, her, and hers pronouns. I am an access specialist and care manager over at Mental Health Services through UHS. Pass it on back to Mary. Thank you, Casey. This podcast was created as an effort of the UHS Mental Health Services Technology Steering Committee. Um, it is a resource to support students um, uh, to help them improve their mental health literacy and reduce barriers to accessing mental health services. Mental health services holds a commitment to diversity, equity, inclusion, and social justice. And this podcast aims to provide students with evidence-based tips and tools grounded in feminist and trauma-informed approaches. You can read the rest of our mission statement on the UHS website. And also you can find the link on our podcast description. It's also important to note that this podcast does not replace mental health treatment and should not be considered as such. If you're interested in learning more about seeking mental health treatment at UHS, you can web book a confidential access appointment through our My UHS portal. It's no problem too small to schedule an access appointment. Access specialists are here to discuss your concerns and assist you in getting connected to mental health resources. If you have any questions about meeting with an access specialist, you can always call the MHS front desk at 608-265-5600, option two. We will answer any questions you might have before you schedule. If you would prefer to get connected to a provider outside of UHS, we can assist with this as well. Um, and as a reminder, you can access our 24-7 crisis line at 608-265-5600, option nine. And of course, as always, in the event of an emergency, please dial 911. So today we wanted to focus on the topic of coping with the cancellation of the in-person commencement ceremony. With the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot has changed and we might find ourselves struggling with feelings of loss, uncertainty, anxiety, sadness, especially if it is related to cases where um, uh, we have had events, meaningful events that have been canceled um, uh, or have been negatively impacted by what's happening in the world right now. Today, we will be exploring options for dealing with these feelings and also answering some questions that you may have and that may be actually crossing your mind. That's right, Mary. Um, COVID-19 has impacted so many of our UW spring semester traditions like spring break, studying for midterms outside, let's play day, all campus party, hanging out at the terrace, celebrating the end of the semester with friends, and of course, spring commencement. So many students might be feeling really a lot of feelings right now. Disappointed, wondering what can I do, thinking maybe it doesn't even feel like I graduated. Um, what is normal during these times? What, what do we do? Yeah, thank you so much for bringing up that question, Casey. Um, uh, 
right now, I would say that one of the most important pieces is definitely recognizing that whatever you are feeling is completely normal. You may hear really frequently um, that this is an unprecedented situation. Um, uh, this is um, uh, completely unprecedented, and it is. Um, uh, that is the reality. Um, uh, as humans, we have never been really prepared for this kind of situation. Um, uh, so we may find ourselves having multiple feelings at the same time, sometimes like even conflicting feelings. Sometimes we may feel good that perhaps, you know, we don't have to go outside and we don't have to commute. We can actually like spend the time um, uh, doing work and, and doing some things without necessarily um, uh, feeling like we have additional responsibilities outside of um, uh, our space. And at the same time, we may also feel um, sad and, and frustrated that this is happening. We may recognize all of the people that are being impacted by all of this. Um, uh, and we are also being impacted by it. I think that's especially true in these times, especially with graduation happening, of having those conflicted feelings of here is this normally very, so-called normally, very happy feeling. and there can be that moment when good things good things will happen to us and we can feel good about them. We can have that graduation and feel that accomplishment and feel good. I think sometimes there's that moment of, we have that thought of, you know, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Like there's so much bad things happening in the world. How can I be happy at a time like this? But all of those feelings are valid and we can hold those at the same time. Yeah, I have been trying to like, practice this myself quite a bit um, uh, and to recommend it to other people. Um, uh, and it is the power of using um, uh, language to your own benefit, right? Um, uh, so when we say, yeah, I am feeling um, uh, good, but I am also feeling sad, what we're, what we're saying is that it's either or, right? And that we have to choose one feeling because but um, implies an exclusion and that it's two separate things. I would like to encourage you all to test out um, uh, changing the but for an and. And I wonder what that would feel like when you say, yeah, I'm feeling good and I am feeling sad. That is encouraging any feeling that is coming up for you to be acceptable, to be valid. And language has a significant power on the way in which our brain is processing information. So if you're creating more space and more room for things to feel like they are valid and that there's nothing wrong with them, your brain will process them as such too. It's really powerful. Thanks, Mary. I really like that a lot. And I'm going to try that substituting and for but. Awesome. I'm glad that you both liked it. Um, uh, I hope that our, our listeners um, um, give it a chance, give it a try. And it may take some time and some effort. It's not like flipping a switch. Um, uh, so um, uh, it's okay if you don't do it the first time, don't do it the second time, and you catch yourself and you're like, oh, I'm doing it again. I'm using but again. It's okay to say, you know what? Let me see what it would sound like if I replace that but for an and. And give yourself um, uh, some self-compassion while practicing that. 
that with that self-compassion piece as well. That's an important component to this all, of course, is you know, being kind to yourself, right? If, again, it's okay to have those feelings. I think a lot of times, especially, we tend to compare our, and that is pretty tough to do in these, as we keep saying, unprecedented times, right? So it's, we keep thinking, you know, why am I not as productive as I was? Why am I not as, you know, why am I not studying as well? Why am I not focusing as well? What's going on? And it's like, it's, again, unprecedented times. We kind of we can't compare <laughs> ourselves to the way things were. That's just not how it is. So recognizing that and, and being gentle with ourselves too. as we We're all going to be at a slightly different pace here and that's okay. Yes. Thank you so much for mentioning that, Casey, because yeah, um, uh, I, I have been hearing that a lot and also I have been telling that myself um, uh, quite a bit. Um, uh, so I'm trying to kind of like challenge those ideas of like, but I was able to do this before the pandemic. Um, uh, like why now that I am working from home, I am struggling to do this or that, or I feel like I don't have as much energy and things like that. And the reality is that we may not be noticing the impact of what's going on because we're not necessarily 24 seven processing every piece of information, but it's still there. It's still in the back of our minds. It's still going on. Um, uh, the reality is that um, uh, we are not at home because it is a vacation or because we have, um, I don't know, time off. We are at home because we're dealing with something that is happening in the outside world. And something that, of course, it's also happening in our homes, even if there is um, uh, no illness or no one is ill in your household, we are still dealing with those things at home. Very important to recognize that, that yes, this is a, a shared trauma. Definitely call it a trauma at this point, right? It is something mm-hmm. going to affect us all. Um, already it may in different forms affect us differently but it is something that you know we are all collectively going through um, and like I said each one might be affected slightly different the other day you know it's not even that we're all quite in the same boat it's you know but we are all in this shared storm that's happening and all kind of weathering the storm together so and being aware of those shoulds I feel like during this time of again those like I should be more whatever or maybe I shouldn't feel this way because you know there's people who are suffering or have it worse than I but it's okay to just happy sad fretful if you're all of it Mm -hmm. something really valuable that has stuck with me that a peer shared one a long time ago I would say um, uh, was that it is not a pain Olympics, right? And that um, uh, when we compare ourselves with others, um, uh, sometimes that that it just creates feelings of shame, um, uh, feelings of um, uh, that there's something wrong with us. Um, uh, and the reality is that we all feel our pain at 100, regardless of anyone else's experiences. Our pain is valid. Our struggles are valid. And everybody else's are valid too. Of course, really stressing that 
yes, graduation, commencement, all of this might look differently, but again, that of course still does not take away from the accomplishment, from what you've done to get here, um, from where you are now. Be reminding yourself of that steps to get here. Absolutely, and this is a, a grieving process. So you may be going through different stages of like perhaps denial, anger, sadness, um, uh, so it is okay what you're going through um, uh, and what you're experiencing inside and how this is impacting you. So do we have any thoughts on how we can continue celebrating? I think Casey, you mentioned some ideas as to like um, uh, how we can celebrate your accomplishments, how you can create new traditions and things like that. Do we have any thoughts on that? Absolutely. Um, I think this is a time of some very interesting creativity going on right now. Um, certainly, there are you know visits and graduation parties with friends, family. Um, please remember, of course, the virtual commencement ceremony. Um, if you go to the wisc.edu/commencement, there's more information there about what particular ceremonies are happening. You have the also on that website too, some virtual backgrounds if you have, you know, whatever setting you might want to have. A couple of really interesting ideas of people getting creative, I've heard, are some folks having Minecraft <laughs> ceremony <laughs> where people are getting together virtually. It's actually really awesome. They've recreated I guess, each campus. <laughs> Yes, and Animal yes, Crossing. And animal, crossing. <laughs> animal Crossing, exactly. You can stand That's in the great. town square and they can all applaud you with delight. Um, so there's there's definitely options that, that we can have and about getting creative during this time. There's plenty of options. Yeah, the world is your oyster right now to a certain extent. The virtual world, I guess. Um, uh, so you get to That's decide true. what your celebration is going to be like and who you want um, uh, to have celebrating next to you um, uh, on your phone, um, uh, Zoom, whatever it is. And I think taking this time uh, to see it as an, as an opportunity too. So for things like graduation ceremonies, okay, you know, obviously we're, we may not be able to have that cookout outside and, you know, hang out together in a, in a physical space. But really, you know, the point of those parties are, yes, of course, to celebrate you and to say congratulations, but it's also for uh, gratitude. It's for saying, for the person graduating to say, thank you, friends and family um, for being there with me. Thank you for supporting me during this time, financially, emotionally, whatever it might be. And the thing is, obviously, we can still do those things. We have that opportunity. Um, we can take that as a time to be really intentional about it, reaching out to people. We'll have virtual parties, but um, that part is not taken away from us. That's still there. Yeah. And thanking yourself for your commitment to your goals, right? Like we we know that, yeah, also some folks um, uh, may not have gotten much support from members of their family or um, uh, may not have really close connections with friends. Um, uh, and you got yourself and you got yourself here too. You were committed to your goals um, uh, and look at what you have achieved 
comma, you're resilient, you're strong, and you're also perseverant. So thank you for trying so hard for yourself and, and getting yourself here. You did it. So we thought we could end today's episode also with like a mindfulness practice guided by our host, Jamie. I appreciate that y'all are willing to join me with this. I thought um, as part of really celebrating commencement this weekend, we could focus on grounding to the present moment. Um, so we can really, just like Mary was saying, thank ourselves and celebrate and really see all the work that we've put in. Um, so I thought we could just simply bring awareness to our breath. I have a really simple mantra that you can use. Um, it's really easy to remember. Um, would you guys both be willing to join me? Yes. All right. Whenever you're ready, let's begin. Breathing in, I am breathing in. Breathing out, I am breathing out. Breathing in, I am breathing in. Breathing out, I am breathing out. Breathing in, I am breathing in. Breathing out, I am breathing out. I'll let you return to your natural breath. And how do you feel after taking three breaths just for yourself? I definitely feel more relaxed. So thank you, Jamie, for that because, yeah, especially right now um, uh, in this moment of like everything that's happening, breathing is so important. Even just a, a short minute like that is really grounding and centering. Thank you. Thanks for joining me for that. Uh, do you think that maybe you'd be willing to try this a few times over the next week and we can report back? Oh, yes. Hey, sounds good. So I think that about wraps up our time. So feel free to tag us by using the hashtag connecting badgers on social media with any thoughts, feedback, requests for topics, questions that you might want us to answer um, about our next topic, which will be managing the impact of social distancing and isolation. So thanks for listening. Um, congratulations, class of 2020, of course. Yay. Um, Yay. <laughs> and as a reminder, uh, if you are struggling, um, know that you can always access our 24 hour crisis line for support, um, whether you're in Wisconsin or wherever it may be, give us a call 608-265-5600, option nine. Thanks everyone. Thank, Thank you. Thanks for listening to the first episode of Connecting Badgers. More content from University Health Services at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, including guided relaxation, is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. For more health and wellness resources, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or go to uhs.wisc.edu. Join us next time for another edition of Connecting Badgers.